Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. And for tonight's show, we're talking about Netflix's 2022 sizzle reel that was released last week. Thanks for joining me today. How's everyone doing? Thank you. Thank you. Good to see everyone. Man, there's a lot. That, that sizzle reel was awesome last week. Yeah, that was so cool. There were, like, there were some movies where I was just like, hey, I can see that. There, there's a there's a couple I was especially excited about, but we'll we'll get to those later. All right. So where do you think we should like start off with? Like, um, so I'm gonna be sharing my screen here, and then everybody can see. Like, yeah, let me zoom in. So everybody should be able to see the list, like, of uh, that. So I'm just gonna scroll down real quick, and then, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna scroll down so you can see the list of all the movies. We'll go into a majority of these, but if there's something specific or from this list. Um, let us know. We'll talk about it. But there's a lot of stuff here. Comedies, um, a lot of dra- a lot of dramas. Ooh, love the drama. Some horror movies. Yet some of these, when I found out what they really are, not really a horror movie, but okay. <laughs> the Monkey Man is an interesting title. Yeah. And I was like, I hope it's not a racist movie. It's got that Charlton Cop- Copley in it, guy from oh. District Nine, or the guy that played Mad Murdoch in the uh, um, the uh, the A Team movie. Oh, he's he's been, he's he's played a lot of those cr- crazy roles. I mean, he was crazy in District Nine. He was absolutely crazy in Elysium, but he was really good in it though. Um, so yeah, there's that, and then of course you got your family family movies. Um. Your animated, and then your romance. Ooh, I you know I'm not gonna lie. My my wife has been having me watch more romance with her. Yeah, and I'm I'm getting so into it, and mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for romance, especially when it's just like healthy romance. I think I prefer romantic comedies more because it's a lot yeah. less drama and more just adorableness. Not no bookie. <laughs> not no 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 bookie. It was just. That was pretty suspect when he was like, "Hey, go out with me, or I'll kill myself." Like, yeah, was... and like, or or the constant slaps. Like that was that was not a pleasant review. I had to watch. I was, I was like, uh, "This." Uh... And then I'm interested because I couldn't get any. Like, if anybody's asking what untitled rom- holiday rom rom com is, I don't know. I just looked on IMDb. I don't think they even know. So that'd be really funny. If that's the title. I really hope that's the title. Like I would, I think that's the greatest title for a holiday rom-com. Yeah. Yes. All right. So let's go ahead and like dive on in. So um, should we start with the action-y kind of ones first? Let's do it. All righty. So again, when you see our screen here, you got for your action movies, you got the, um, I'm going to list them through and then we can go into them. So we got the Adam Project, Athena, Carter, Day Shift, and Noah Holmes too, which not really. It's more adventure because I've seen the first one. Um, but we'll get into that. Uh, the Gray Man, Interceptor. It's not a football movie. I know. <laughs> Dang it. The Mother, then the Mothership. Okay, not not much uh, creativity not really. there. Um, Spiderhead, and they clone Tyrone. Which is more sci-fi, not really an action-y. But uh, so yeah, um, 
So the Atom Project, I believe they just released a trailer for that uh, this like yesterday, I believe. Um, stars, um, got the information here about it. Um, I got all this information from IMDb. Uh, so the Adam Project, a time-traveling pilot, teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. Sean Levy is the director, and it stars Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Saldana, Jennifer Garner, Catherine Keener, Mark Ruffalo, and um, Walker Schobel. Wow, I didn't know uh, Zoe Saldana and Mark Ruffalo were in that. Okay, I'm, a, I'm a more excited about it. I, lo- I like those two. I mean, I like, I, I, I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds. Like, him and Keanu Reeves are my top two favorite actors of all times. I would immediately, like, if I can meet them, would be, like, the best day ever. Like, those guys are just great. And I I, I, I don't get tired of Ryan Reynolds' snarky comments. or his, it, it, That's just his personality. I personally don't get tired. And how, like, what really got me hooked on the Ryan Reynolds was Blade Trinity. That was the first movie I ever saw him in. And I saw that in the theaters. And Ryan Reynolds is the constant one-liners. Because of Blade Trinity, we got Deadpool. Because yeah, of that movie, we got Deadpool. I, I think. think so. I I am. I remember that movie was just utter garbage, but Ryan Reynolds was great. He was funny. But if I could be honest, lately I have been getting more annoyed by I him. Know. Not that I don't think he's funny. I think he's hilarious. But yeah. lately, at least his recent movies like red notice for example or uh the hitman's yeah. bodyguard those movies yeah they they overdo his style of comedy yeah and it's just that's like that's how every single lines of dialogue of his are like it makes yeah. sense for deadpool because that's his character but for other yeah. movies it was just like i need a break from his comedy so yeah. so this the adam project seems to be a little bit more serious yeah so hopefully you know we'll get that nice little break that's why i liked free guy free guy i I liked him in free guy because he wasn't always just cracking jokes there were moments where he had serious talk and that's when he really wasn't a good guy he was a great guy he's a great guy (laughs) if you have not seen a free guy i highly recommend it it's one of my top movies of the year it's like it's it's like i haven't fully figured out i I have it's down between that or new time to die as my like the top my top two um, I haven't figured that out. I still got time, but Free Guy will be available on, I believe, HBO Max and Disney Plus on February twenty third. Yeah, it's weird that Disney owns it. Yeah, it sounds like oh, Disney. Okay. Well, then again, the the Disney owns the King's Man, and that's on Hulu and H- HBO Max on next week. <laughs> they have too much money. They own everything. I know. It's it's, it's weird with these. That anyway, I mean, I saw the trailer. I'm I'm gonna watch it. Um, so I mean, I like everybody that's involved with it, but that that, that looks really uh, entertaining. So I'll, I'll probably definitely check it out. Um, yeah. I do not know what Athena is. I looked it up, couldn't find anything on it. Literally Ho- anything. Hopefully, it has a lot to do with the goddess, ancient goddess Athena. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. Something involving her, because I love Greek mythology. So if it's if it's all about her. In ancient Greek times, yeah, I'm I'm here for it, especially yeah, if she turns someone into a spider. <laughs> yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure what that is, so we'll find out hopefully soon. Um, if the fact that IMDb didn't have any info on it, that's they don't even know yet. So yeah, we'll, like, we'll, we got a name. Yeah, um, Carter, I didn't know, couldn't find much anything on IDMB. 
think Wikipedia has it a South Korean movie, and it's depicts an agent suffering from memory loss who is thrown into the middle of a mysterious mission. Oh, the uh, they I, I remember seeing that clip in the trailer. I was like, okay, shows a little kid getting snatched by a motorcycle rider. So it's probably going to be just one of those crazy. I mean, there's there's so south like there's international action movies. Oh man, like they are they next did, level. They did something with the raid, man. The raid, oh, the raid was dang near a masterpiece. I. Had so much fun with that. It was such a simple plot, yeah. but just the action itself was all the storytelling I needed. And the choreography and that was just ah. And then a year later, Dread did kind of the same idea. Yeah, and Dread was cool too. Dread was great. Dread. Dread was great. Yeah, um, same idea, but I think. And then I like the the action sequences in the Raid Two. Um, I, I think that's why I watched the Raid Two. The action sequences. Um, there's a really cool documentary. I think it's like um, came out in 2019. I think it's like Iron Fists and uh, Steel Kicks or whatever like that is, and it's going on the history of martial arts and how every like and it's how like how it affected different groups stuff and like how like essentially it's essentially ballet. It led to break dancing. It led to like it's just the influence of martial art movies. I believe and, it. And and then they showed clips from the raid too, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot how badass that movie was. Yeah, <laughs> like Hammer Girl. Oh my god! Like, oh no, hammers. Yeah. Ouch. I mean, yeah, and then like, I mean, they the plot like the movie was a little too long. I mean, because they tried to make expand the plot, but the action sequences in the raid were choreography, fight choreography, top notch. I mean, it, and then yeah, it's art. It's it just is art. It's so good, um, but I that's a it's a documentary on like I think I might have gotten the title wrong, but it's it's on Netflix. It's I uh, came out in twenty nineteen. It's a good entertaining documentary. Um, all right, so our next movie was Day Shift, and this one's a hardworking blue collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick witted eight year old daughter. Man, this sounds this like a family movie. No, you're wrong. <laughs> his Monday. <laughs> Psych, his mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. It stars Dave Franco, Jamie Foxx, and Scott Atkins. Dave Franco was listed over Jamie Foxx? I think that was just what IMDb had it in it, like the three people listed. Uh, um, but Jamie Foxx is the main guy. And it's like, so I think we're getting Blade before, like, as a pool boy. If <laughs> or Blade was just a human mm-hmm. and yeah and a pool boy or cleaner like, whatever i'm um, down that, that that part was so funny for me in the trailer because it was it was just showing jamie fox in this epic car chase and he's like show you things he, that gives your nightmares nightmares and i'm like oh it's just an action movie then all then out of nowhere it just cuts up <laughs> and that scared me i was like oh jesus nightmares <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, and, and like vampire movies, like if it's good, again, I'm not a huge Jamie Foxx fan. It's just some movies work with me with him in it. Others, mm-hmm. they don't. So it's very like, we'll see. I mean, I'll definitely watch it because it's something to watch. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Scott Atkins fan. Like he's like definitely like, he's like this version of Jean-Claude Van Damme in a sense. Like he's always, he's yeah. like, 
he's the martial arts kind of guy. And then, and then to see have him fight Jason Statham in the Expendables too, that was that was cool. But uh, but the guy that like the, the, for the Expendables, the new Expendable movie that's coming out, Jason Statham's taking on the guy that started in the raid. Oh oh, Eco Weiss. Eco Weiss. Eco Weiss is my like after watching the raid favorite martial art. Oh, this video is about the raid now. Psych. Yep. Hi everyone. We're, We're talking about, about the raid. raid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I liked him in as an aspects of uh like that, that uh mile twenty I think mile twenty two that one Mark Wahlberg and Peter Burke, um, it's essentially he like it, it, it like I'm not going to go into because it, it might re- re- the plot but he like it, there's a lot of Peter Burke directed it and it's like when Mark Wahlberg and Peter Burke is like Leo to Martin Scorsese or uh, Denzel to um, Antoine Fuqua, like <laughs> it's like. The, that niche because Michael Wahlberg has been in a lot of Peter Berg movies um, mm-hmm. and he's the actiony. So there's a lot of intense action sequences in it. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I mean, the action was good plot. Meh, not so much, but, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see like uh, equal take on a uh, take on Jason Statham because Statham's the man. <laughs> All right. Our next one is Anoa Holmes two. Essentially, it's the sequel to Noah Holmes. That's all IMDb says. It's she gets her first uh, her first detective gig, and she needs help from her, and she'll need help from her one of her uh, one of her brother Sherlock Holmes. I mean, it's I mean, like the movie was decent. I mean, she was great in it, and uh, Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. What can this man not do? <laughs> he's, he's he's everything. He, he's, I mean, he's he's gonna be Highlander. And I and I really and I really liked I really liked. I, I liked the first Enola Holmes. I wanted a bit more mystery, more of the mystery aspect of her investigating things, like yeah, I guess doing Sherlock Holmes things, but Enola. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was fine. I'm like, okay. When they announced like the sequel, her, I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I didn't like one of her brothers, though. I didn't like the guy that the rich dude or it's like that, like the older brother. That's the one that's like not Sherlock because Sherlock actually cared. Yeah, um, yeah. What's um, his name? Ugh, it's oh, been a lot of seat. I forgot. Forget the name. that brother. He was a jerk. But the important thing is Henry Cavill is back as Sherlock Holmes. So like, yeah. So um, but yeah, I don't. Again, I don't. I don't have release dates for this stuff. This is 2022. But uh, the big one out of the action movies for me, and this one I'm really looking for. It's called The Gray Man. Um, so it's when the CIA's most skilled mercenary whose true identity is known to none accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets, a sociopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head, saving off a global manhunt by international assassins. You're wondering who's directing this movie? Oh yeah. The Russo brothers. If you really don't know who the Russo brothers is, um, look them up on the internet. They're, they're, they're popular. They're so kind of a big deal. Yeah. They, uh, Just I don't know. Little. They, they made they made Captain America badass, um, like because they, that was their first movie, the Fal- um, um, the Winter Soldier, and they and what they their their Fantastic. credits before then, a couple of bunch of episodes of Community and You Me and Dupree, You Me and Dupree. <laughs> that's literally what they had before they did the Winter Soldier. I didn't know that. That's that's and really the, and cool. The Winter Soldier was is one of my all time favorite Marvel movies. That movie Definitely was so good. Bad. It was. It made Captain America a badass, and it made the Honest Trailer. The Honest Trailers. The Honest Trailer guy. The voiceover for he's like 
this movie is actually really good. I can't find anything wrong with this, but this is a comedy show, so we need to nitpick. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, in fact, if he can't find anything negative about it, you have to nitpick. Then it's a good yeah, movie. I mean, I mean, the Russos they 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 made Captain America a badass, and they made probably some of the best like Avenger movies, like like Marvel movies. Like those guys are. They they shouldn't like the like like everybody needs to like give them free beers for forever because they they made the Avengers they made they 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 fixed Josh they fixed what went wrong with Josh Whedon I, I don't get me on the first Avenger movie is awesome and it's one of the best Marvel movies Age of Ultron is more the same but Josh Whedon just needed a hug and then <laughs> and then he, then he went up and ruined the Justice League so it's like yeah um yeah. anyway back it's, to this one. It's going to be exciting to see the Russo brothers work with uh, Chris Evans again. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's Jake Gyllenhaal is the Gosling. lead, right? Got Ryan Gosling. Yeah, it's Gosling. They're secretly the same in my head. Yeah. Or I, he, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down for Ryan, some, some Gosling. I can use yeah. some Gosling in my life. Or as my brother calls him, Jared Goff in the NFL. Because <laughs> he looks exactly like him. <laughs> I have to look that up now. Jared Goff. <laughs> And Ryan Gosling, do they? So this movie stars Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm. If I had to guess from that sizzle reel, I gotta say Chris Evans is probably this the sociopathic, uh, like the psychopathic person that's hunting down Gosling. That's this. That's what I'm thinking. So, so it's Chris Evans, uh, Gosling, Anna de Armas. Armas. She's like, like she's an up and a new up and comer. If you've seen No Time to Die, she she played Paloma. So good. So good. She was awesome in her. I liked her in that movie. She was awesome in that. Um, Jessica Chenwick, uh, Jessica Henwick from uh, uh, she played Bugs in the Matrix, uh, um, the Matrix Resurrections. Mm. Um, she was also in Iron Fist, but we don't talk about that show. Um, we don't talk about Iron Fist. <laughs> no. Um, Regé Jean uh, Page from Bridgerton. I believe he's in this one as well, and then Billy Bob Thornton. But uh. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I mean, I when I heard about it, it's a spyish movie for Netflix and it's gonna be like a series. Oh. I think okay. I think it's based off a series, I believe so. Okay. I'm the only thing I'm not excited about that movie is whatever Chris Evans is doing with his mustache. <laughs> like that, I was just like, I mean, I know I was I should know I had messed up a messed up mustache for years. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, mm, mm, dude, that looks kind of pedo-ish. Yeah. So that's gonna be weird. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking for this for this one. This is, I think, this is one of the bigger ones out of like everyone I'm like excited for on the most. But there's still other a lot of good ones. Um, next one we got under that was called Interceptor. Again, it's not a football movie. Um, it's when 16 nu- nuclear missiles are launched at the U.S. and a violent attack simultaneously threatens her remote missile interceptor station. One army lieutenant must utilize her training, tactical training, and military expertise to save humanity. And the the main the two actors like the actors and actresses in this one is El, Elsa Pat Pataki. I can't pronounce her name, but she's married to Chris Hemsworth, and she played uh, Elena Nuvez in the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, okay. And then Luke Bracy, um, I think he was in that horrible rendition of Point Break. That's how <laughs> I know him from. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know much of this when I have to see tra- again. A lot of these I need to see trailers for, but that yeah. sounds entertaining. Yeah, I was like, all right. Yeah, Doomsday, Next- Doomsday movie, cool. Yeah, um, might as well. 
our next two movies have the word mother in it. So, and yeah, so um, this one, the first one, the mother, while fleeing from dangerous assailants, an assassin comes out of hiding to protect her daughter. She left in her, she left earlier in life. And that is, and the person that plays the mother, no, 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 other than J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> she plays a, an assassin or somebody that like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's good for her. She's going for it. She's like, yeah. I'm going to be an action star. Get it, girl. Get it. I, I, I'm, I'm always down for assassins coming out of hiding and badass female protagonist. So I'm, let's see. I mean, I mean, especially when you have like, I think when you have all the guys doing it, how you have like all these like very prestigious actors of like Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, mm-hmm. those types of guys coming out, do action movies. Like, I mean, Colin Firth was fantastic in the Kingsman movies. Like, yeah. I mean, church sequence, don't know what church sequence is. Look it up on YouTube. It's one of the greatest action scenes I've ever seen. Played by one of the, the best old old songs of Freebird. And having the, the build-up of Freebird while Freebird's playing. And this huge action sequence breaks out. That was a great scene. Great scene. Um, but I'm, I I think they need to start pushing more female action stars. Like, you know, we, we need more Theron. of that. Char- yeah, Char- we got Charlize Theron. You know, it was going to be Sigourney. We- it was Sigourney. We were like in the nineties, wasn't it? Or eighties, nineties for yeah, a bit. 90s, yeah. And then, you know, we had Uma Thurman for a little bit, but yeah, she's kind of died down. Like I want, I want to see some more. So good for JLo. Try trying yeah. to step up. Yeah. The next one's the mothership. No relation to the mother. <laughs> it just has the word ship at the end of it. <laughs> the sequel to the mother. Yeah. So Sarah Morse, one year since her husband mysteriously vanished from their royal farm, discovers a strange extraterrestrial object underneath their home. Sarah and her kids embark on a race to find their husband, father, and most importantly, the truth. There's Halle Berry. (laughs) I'm excited for that because I love paranormal, extraterrestrial, Mm -hmm. like stuff like that. Especially even if especially if it's like not so in your face like if they go on this epic space journey i'm gonna be bored with it but i like the more mysteriousness of it like oh did my husband really get abducted by aliens or did he fall in a hole somewhere and i just didn't find him like like i like that aspect is the whole mystery of aliens so that i'm i'm excited about it don't give us moon moonfall too (laughs) i don't want (laughs) i i Um, haven't seen moonfall but just watching the trailers i was like "Mm, this is garbage but maybe, but I'll, I'll go see it. So I, ha- uh, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I just, I haven't heard many good things, but then again, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not seeing, I haven't seen it yet. So I don't know. Um, I, I anyway. feel bad for my comments now. I was like, ah, oh, I didn't even see it. And I'm talking mess. I'll see it first. And then I'll talk mess. Yeah. Next one, Spiderhead. Um, this one's actually supposed to come out. I think it was like Escape from Spiderhead. That was the original title. That was supposed to be out last year. Anyway, in the near future, convicts are offered the chance to volunteer as medical subjects to shorten their sentence. One such sent- a subject for a new drug capable of generating feelings of love begins questioning the reality of his emotions. The director is Joseph Kozinski, stars Hemsworth, Miles Teller, and Journey Smollett. I believe she played, uh, um, she was uh, more, I think, Lance in uh, Birds of Prey. She was the one that had... Um, that can like, I forgot. Black canary? Yeah, black uh, can, uh, canary. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I, think she played, I think she played canary in Birds of Prey. Um, okay. So I think I think that's it. But um, I I mean, 
I'm a Hemsworth fan, and I like Joseph Kaczynski because he's made some pretty good uh, sci-fi movies. I mean, what he did with Tron Legacy, well, that was that, that I was... liked Tron Legacy, so I, I then, I'm excited for that. And this is a t- different type of movie that Chris Hemsworth is doing. It's, it seems more psychological. Yeah, probably gonna make me cry. I have a feeling I'm gonna cry in this one. I mean, as long as that's some intense action sequences, I'm all. I'm on board, but he also did an Oblivion. I love too. you so hard. <laughs> um, and then our last one is called They Clone Tyrone. Um, a series of eerie events thrust an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy in this pulpy mystery caper. I didn't write down, but I believe the, the actors in this were Jamie Foxx and um, I think John Boyega, but let me double check on that. I hope it's John Boyega. I, I want to see him in more things. I thought he got ripped off in Star Wars. So, like, he needs more more stuff to do. Yeah, it's John Boyega. Sweet. All right, and that, uh, that ends it for the action movies. So, if you guys are watching this thing in, in the uh, comment section below, or after you watch this video, let us know what action movies you're looking forward to. Um, but no, we're not done yet. <laughs> that was this one section. We got to move to the comedies. Don't worry. We baby. got more. We got, we got more. We're going to give you what you paid for. <laughs> or not. Or not. Right. It's free to watch this. Yeah, it's free. Um, all right. So we got the comedies in our comedy section. We got big bug, the bubble, um, knives out too. Interesting. Um, me time, um, metal Lords, Great title. Um, senior year, the takedown, and you people. So, uh, so we can pick and choose out of these. What do that? What do you guys? What do you want to talk about first, Alex? Uh, let's talk about Knives Out too. Like, do, do I don't know if I would consider it a comedy. Like the the first one definitely had aspects about it that were funny, mm-hmm. but. I wouldn't say it's a comedy. I'd say more yeah. murder mystery than anything. I mean, but, I guess comedy could be the accent Daniel Craig tried using. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a great judge of accents, but yeah. I was very intrigued by his accent in that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's it's probably totally wrong. I don't know, but I like how it sounds. It's soothing for some reason. But I, but I, I love murder mystery. So mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I would love more of this. And then they came out and they're coming out with a sequel. So I'm like, yeah. It seems to be this is the time that we're doing murders on the ship. Because we got, we're getting Death on the Nile that's out today. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Kenneth brought on as the iconic role. And now you got Daniel Craig <laughs> finding out a mystery on. I think he yacht or shit. So I think we're getting, we're getting, so it's like, it's like the iconic year, like in the past, like we had two die hard in the white house movies. One was definitely much better than the other. For me, that one went to Olympus. Um, I liked Olympus so much better than white house down. <laughs> no, that one was, I was just, I remember when that came out white house down. I'm like, isn't, didn't we just have this as a movie? Olympus has fallen. They they just straight up copied it. I mean, White House Down for me had too many uh, like so much side stories. When if you want Die Hard in the White House, 
Olympus is where to go. And Jared Butler is so good in that movie. Like, Jared Butler. And, and I think they're working on the the fourth one right now. I think they finished filming it for the fourth uh, Has Fallen franchise, I think. I haven't seen any of those movies except the first one. <laughs> the second one's really good. The second one is more Jared Butler going free reign on everybody. Like, he goes on a war path in the second one. Like, and it's great. And it has probably one of the coolest shot raid sequences. So it's um, them and the uh, these like the SAS team. They're going in to like find out where these the guys are to save the president. And they said, "All right, you ready to go? Yeah, watch your balls." And it's a follow through. This is all one shot, and the camera follows like Gerard. There's no cuts in this. Follows Gerard Butler through the raid sequence while he's taking out guys. Like taking him left and right, and then like so, like flipping his gun, like like I mean, he's a pro flipping the gun, like reloading it. It's it's so cool. <laughs> but the raid sequence is the highlight of that movie. It's no cuts, one like it's like a, a camera was falling through, and I'm a really good like I love these one shots. It essentially it was Atomic Blonde sequence. I heard the whole fight scene in the apartments mm-hmm. going down the stairs. That's what it was for L- London has fallen. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, so oh, not, yeah. like the second one was good. The third one was more grounded. I mean, it's not as great as the first two, but I found it entertaining. But uh, so anyway, back to Knives Out. It's Knives <laughs> um, Out. I'm excited so for it. The cast for this is pretty big. You got Jessica Henwick, of course, Daniel Craig, Kate Hudson, Catherine Hahn from uh, WandaVision days, <laughs> um, Madeline Klein. Not I'm not familiar with her. Um, Ethan Hawke, oh. good to see him back in the stuff. Hey, Ethan. Ed Norton. Um, oh, nice. Dave Batista, um, Leslie Odom Jr., and Janelle Monet. Oh, those wow. are uh, that's that's our cast for Knives. That's Out. a that's a fun cast. Uh, Leslie Odom. Okay, I hope he starts singing. <laughs> um, I, I, I loved him in Hamilton. I loved him in uh, One Night in Miami. So. Yeah, and he sang in both of those. I'm like, let's keep it going. Every movie he's in, he has to sing. Yeah. It's in his contract. Then the, the what I'm kind of interested in is this movie called The Bubble. Um, so essentially, it follows a group of actors and actresses stuck inside a pandemic bubble at a hotel, attempting to complete a film. I think I was sold when I saw the director. I'm a, and it's directed by Judd Apatow. I'm a huge Judd Apatow fan. Um. I remember like when Superbad coming out on Blu-ray or DVD. And so in order to, to prepare myself for Superbad, because Judd Apatow was involved and didn't direct, I watched Knocked Up. Um, <laughs> the opening of Knocked Up, I was I was sold. Immediately sold. Like oh the opening, it's like, I Googled murder. You Googled murder. It didn't tell me anything. And then the fact that Judd Apatow has his daughters in, in his movies and his wife. Anybody's wondering. Here's Judd Apatow married to. Oh, yeah. She's in this movie, too. Leslie Mann. She's absolutely hysterical. I mean, she was hysterical in Blockers. <laughs> um, if, if Blockers is a great uh, comedy. It's kind of a, it's like a gender reversal of American Pie, in a sense. But it's more focused in on the parents and what they're trying to do to stop their kids. And I thought the, the parents were great. Leslie Mann, John Cena, and Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> John Cena doing a butt chug. Yep. <laughs> that's fine. That's that's a John Cena thing. Yeah. So, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he can. He's peacemaker. I mean, he's, he's great. He's he great makes peace. So he if he wants to butt chug, God bless him. 
Doesn't matter if it's the, like doesn't matter if he has to chug in the mouth, the butt, whatever it is, until it brings peace. He's all for it. And I was just, I was doing a little riff on his whole. I don't have to. Like, who, I don't know. Who, I don't. Doesn't matter who have to kill men, like men, women, children to bring peace. I'll do it. I'll do it. So I, uh, yeah, I'm excited for uh, you people with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, okay, that's an interesting duo right there. Yeah. And um, I miss Eddie Murphy being in movies, so it's it's yeah. cool to see him come. Back. We got him in Coming to America, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I didn't hate it as much as most people. I thought it was kind of okay, but I I like Eddie Murphy. I'm, so this will be that will be fun. Yeah. So the act like the go like the this the quick the actors that are in the bubble are um, Pedro Pascal, Karen Gillian, Leslie Mann, Dave Duchovny. Iris Apatel, the youngest daughter. Um, Peter Serafinowicz. I can't pronounce his name. He's been in, he's done a lot of voiceovers. Uh, but I, I remember him from John Wick too. As he's the guy that did the guns. He's the one that gave oh. him like tasting. Oh, yes, a tasting. <laughs> Enjoy your party, Mister Wick. Again, this is he just has that deep voice. I mean, I remember he voiced. Uh, I think one of the guys in in that Pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty. He was the guy, the guy at the uh, the embassy house or whatever. Oh, the uh, the so, assassin. Yeah, no, he wasn't the. He was the uh, guy that the in the embassy, the leader of the embassy, that oh. one that held uh, um jaguar. Um, okay. I think we got a spammer here. <laughs> need to need to like we got a glitch in the matrix. No worries, we'll take glitch care of matrix. that. Where's the cat? Yeah, where's the cat? All right. Um. Yeah, so yeah, I think I'm interested in that. I don't know the description of uh, you people, but it's like that's an interesting pairing. And also, another interesting pairing is Me Time with Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg. That's yeah, I did them together. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, does does it have a synopsis for that or? It says follows a dad who finds time for himself for the first time in years while his wife and kids are away. He reconnects with reconnects with a friend for a wild weekend. Third work over Kevin Hart and Regina Hall. Okay, I guarantee that Kevin Hart is the dad with me time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And, <laughs> it's a pretty safe bet. And Mark Wahlberg is the crazy one. I I'm excited. I like Mark Wahlberg in comedies, and I I enjoy Kevin Hart. He 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 just makes me laugh. I mean, he he he's going from The Rock to Mark Wahlberg. I mean, so and then and then and the irony, Mark Wahlberg and The Rock were in movie a movie together. It was actually a really underrated um, uh, Michael Bay movie, Pain and Gain. I walked out of that movie actually. <laughs> the I, movie I walked out of was Evil Dead, the remake. Oh, I did you? Out, that was the very first movie I walked out of, and I went. I, and I was like, I was like thirty minutes in. I wanted my money back. What was that? <laughs> I don't do horror movies, and that one wasn't oh. horror. It wasn't scary. It was just bloody for the sake of this being bloody. It had no, it didn't move the plot. Yeah, I can't do that either. No, um, but yeah, next, like, next these pretty quick because like, they only got like two of these, and then we're done with comedies because there's no uh, <laughs> no description for the takedown. But anyway, uh, their next one's called Metal Lords, and if you if you're thinking what I'm pretty thinking, then you might be right. And it's two friends try to form a heavy metal band with this with a cellist for the first time for for Battle of the Bands. Joe Man, Man, Man Giuliello. that was the main guy in it. Oh wow! Okay, okay. 
Metal Lords. Great title. <laughs> I love it. It sounds tough and probably going to be awesome. What if Tenacious D makes a cameo? I hope they do. Yeah. That would be I great. Mean, I was surprised that the cameos in the movie The Rocker with uh, Rain Wilson, um, the, the, the guys that played him on Vesuvius, from like the some random people in it, like Bradley Cooper was in that movie. Um, he he was playing one of the guys, Fred Armisen, Will Arnett, Vesuvius, and it's just that. And that was a very young Emma Stone. She was in that movie as well. Oh, that was a great Emma movie, Stone. a very underrated 2008 movie that was just overshadowed by The Dark Knight. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's going to be. Sorry. Yeah, it's a great movie though. I mean, if you can find it, it's whole, Rain Wilson's hysterical in it. And it's Josh Gad's in it. Um. I think Dimitri Martin's in it briefly. Um, Kristen Applegate, um, Jane Lynch. Um, yeah. So, it, I mean, that's a, it's a fun movie. It's got some that, but it's this hilarious scene. Uh, seeing Bradley Cooper as, as on that Mount Vesuvius. Um, another movie got senior year. Essentially, a 37-year-old woman wakes up from a 20-year 20 20-year 20 coma and returns to the high school where she was once a popular cheerleader. And Mary Holland and Alicia Silverstone and Zoe, Zoe Chow are the people in this. Okay. That, that's that's going to be funny. I, I'm already just imagining this grown woman acting like a teenager. I like the concept makes me sad because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that would really suck. Yeah. But, but I, I'm, that's, I think that's going to be hilarious. I'm ready. I think she gets in the coma because they don't like they uh it's it's a sabotage because she's the top cheerleader where they drop her or they don't catch oh. her. I'm pretty sure that's how this goes. <laughs> no, that's probably yeah. I can yeah, that's a good prediction. I'm I can see yeah. that. All right, now we're on to dramas. Dramas. And boy, are there a lot of dramas in this one. So uh, we'll we'll run for the titles and we'll just pick and choose um, for this one. Um, there's a lot of good ones here. We got uh, a Jazz Man's Blues uh, against the Ice, All Quiet on the Western Front, Blonde, um, The Good Nurse, Hustle, Lucky's Girl Live, uh, Operation Mincemeat, The Pale Blue Eyes, or Pale Blue Eye. That's an interesting one. Rustin, Spaceman, The Swimmers. White noise, the wonder. Wonder. Um, two of these dramas have Adam Sandler in it. Two of them. I thought it was just hustle. He's also in the wonder. The wonder is about like I think he's. I'll just read over that real quick. The wonder. Uh, uh, no, it's called Spaceman. Um, Jacob. I cannot pronounce this. This is uh, an orphan as a boy and raised in the chest countryside by his grandparents overcomes his odds and becomes the country's first astronaut am sandler is in that one as well oh that that sounds like it would be a comedy but it's yeah. drama okay um the other one was the hustle and that's with him ben foster and robert duvall and it's a washed up basketball scout discovers a phenomenal street player while in spain and sees the prospect as his opportunity to get back into the nba uh, yeah, I I really enjoy seeing actors who are norm are known for a certain genre. So like Adam Sandler is known for comedy, but yeah. to see him in drama, mm-hmm. like that that's always cool for me. That's why yeah. I really wanted to see the Spiral movie with yeah. Chris Rock. Like, yeah, Chris Rock's a comedian. It, it, it wasn't a good movie, but Chris Rock was good. 
I like yeah. seeing I like seeing yeah. that that breaking the typecasting. So I'll yeah. I'll definitely check these two out I mean, with Adam Sandler. The the comedic actors that direct the horror movies are the best because they got like they have to have that type of money. They look Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Like like I mean that um so like another interesting one on here, I'll mention this. Like I didn't see this original one, but all quiet on the Western Front, mainly because of the actor involved with it. So essentially, a young German soldier's terrifying experiences and distresses on the Western Front during World War One. Daniel Bruhl is in this movie. And we're wondering who's that? Well, yes, he's Baron Zemo, but his first movie was in Quentin Tarantino's Great and Glorious Bastards. He played Heinrich. The, 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 the young young soldier German soldier that held off the troops whilst like while and I think I think it's nation's pride I think that was the name of that movie once I saw who what the description is and he was in it I'm like is this is this our fi- first official version of nation's pride where the theater doesn't blow up <laughs> like are we actually getting that movie like if so though though I think it will be interesting to see from the german soldier perspective because my uh grandfather on my mom's side he was a german soldier during world war ii but he was he was like a kid as a soldier so you know like a lot of people a lot of soldiers were just kids like 14 to 16 year olds like fighting roman fighting in these wars so it'll be really interesting to see the war from that perspective so it's not like oh German soldiers were just these evil monsters. Like, no, a lot of them were just people, you know, trying to just poor, scared kids. So, yeah, I think that would be quite interesting to see. Yeah. Come to think of it, I hope that person I blocked wasn't a spammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, all right. And the next one that's interesting is uh, Blonde. And it's essentially a fictionalized chronicle of the inner life of Marilyn Monroe. I'm just interested because of the actress that's in it. Is Anna Thomas Armas? She's playing Marilyn Monroe. She is. She's going for her money. She's she, been in she's stuff. Up. Yeah, good for her. It's nice to see those up and comings. Um, some other interesting ones. The good nurse is an infamous caregiver is implicating the deaths of hundreds of hospital patients. I'm like what? <laughs> Must be based on a true story. <laughs> And it stars Jessica Chastain. I'm pretty sure she's the the nurse. Um, Eddie Redman and Kim Dickens. Oh, another another one that will probably be hard to watch. That's the thing about dramas is just like anytime I watch them, it's either I am emotionally loved Mm -hmm. or emotionally traumatized. (laughs) Yeah. Um. This is this might be an interesting one because I'm very familiar with this is like that. So essentially, the pale blue eye follows a veteran detective who investigates the murders, helped by a detail-oriented young cadet who will later become a world-famous author. Mm-hmm. Want to take a while? Guess who this world-famous author is? <laughs> I was like, no, no. Uh, didn't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, it's Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that makes okay. See, shows you how much I read. Thanks. Jeremy. I didn't know this when I read <laughs> this. I, I I just when I saw the description, I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. How because even though it was that ter- it was a terrible movie, it was that movie The Raven with John mm. Cusack when it was very like detective meets Saul. Um, well, speaking of Saul, I saw Spiral, and then again, I didn't see any of the Saul movies. I don't do horror movies. I was intrigued on Spiral. 
mainly I want to see Sam Jackson. Like, you want to play a game, mother effer? Um, <laughs> it's, I don't think that, like, it, the, it was a good idea. I just don't think it was well executed. Yeah. Uh, that, that, I mean, I mean, the, don't get me wrong. Those those traps were absolutely brutal to watch. Like, the ton sequence. That was, ugh. That, yeah. I have to, um, look, I have to look away. Yeah. Uh, but can... anyway, but I'm familiar. But uh, with Edgar Allan Poe, it's that and that. So it stars Charlie uh, Tahan. Can't pronounce that name. Sorry if I butchered your name. Christian Bale and Gillian Gillian Anderson. Christian Bale is Christian Bale going to be Poe? I'm not sure. Like it, I think I it didn't list it on IMDb. Uh, I think we'll know more. But I'm I'm intrigued in this mainly because um, I'm a huge South Park fan, and I remember the the episode of the I think is the Goth Kids had their own episode. And it was between either like goth kids are going to turn into emos. So they, oh. they, they did it. They summoned Edgar Allan Poe and he goes, where am I? What is this place? Like Edgar Allan's like, he's like, it's like, I was like, I say, Edgar, can you not smoke? Oh, you guys are so lame. Like he's like smoking. He's like, Oh, it's like that is like, say, can you not call me that? My name? That's your, that's your name, right? No, that's my, that's my stupid name. My parents gave me, they need my help. And he's calling me by my goth name. Night pain. <laughs> okay. Night pain. What? Like it's the same. It's like, oh god, I'm just like I, I bunch. And he's like, man, he's such a downer. But yeah, Edgar Allan Poe when they summoned him, it was like that. Was like, that was like one of the best episodes of South Park because the golf kids are so hysterical. But that's how I'm familiar with Edgar Allan. So lame. Um, if if I can admit something, when I saw the pale blue eye on here, mm-hmm. my mind immediately went to. Oh, it's a live-action Yu-Gi-Oh movie, and it's listed as drama. Okay, I don't. It was just like a ten-second thought, but I'm kind of ashamed my brain went there. I was like, no, yeah. it's probably not Yu-Gi-Oh. Was there any others in the drama should we cover? We just move on to horror just to see which ones are not horror in this one. Let's get into horror. All right, because I want to talk about. Uh, uh, you go ahead and read the list first. I'm, I'm getting, right, I'm getting you got it. So the list of this one's not as long. We got Black Crab, Brazen, Choose or Die. It's a funny title. That's that's definitely a horror movie right there. Choose or Die, um, End of the Road, um, The Inheritance. Um, which originally the, the real title is The Last Will and Testament of Charles Abernathy. Um, Monkey Man. I think I know that's that's the one you want to talk about. Uh, Mr. Harrington's Phone, Sex Chainsaw Massacre, The Weekend Away, and Windfall. Yeah, so yeah, definitely Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Are mm-hmm. they? Are I saw the trailer and I, and I was like, are they pulling a, a Halloween where it's just like it's a direct sequel from the first very first Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It says, after 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt this carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. I don't know who's in it. <laughs> I looked, I, I didn't, I wasn't familiar with any of the names. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I, I watched, I, recently I watched the first one and really enjoyed it. And then people were telling me to ignore the sequels. Mm-hmm. But they're like, just don't worry about those ones, especially the remakes. Yeah. Um, but I remember watching cool. I remember watching the very first one in my horror class at, at in college. And it was it was torture because our professor like intentionally like dialed the volume up to 10 
and they were in the classroom. So we had to hear the it was like uh, a two-hour movie of torture. I'm like, get me out of here. Like, I don't do horror movies. I took the horror class because it was it was an interesting class because we didn't just focus in on the slashers, we focused in on the elements of horror. And that my professor, he's a that's his baby. Horror is his baby. Like he wrote, he he wrote many, he's written many books. And actually, like he had an, uh, his office uh, when he like in DC, he had an office when he like when um like uh, years ago, and that office was right across the set of where The Exorcist took place. Oh wow! So and then he wrote a book on The Exorcist. That was his baby, and so it was a really interesting perspective to see that. But that movie was not fun for my ears. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I mean, some of the ones I was, like, just briefly, like, look over. Some of them might be interesting. Like, some of these are definitely not horror. Like, most of these are not. Like, um, Choose or Die is a horror movie. Essentially, a broke student um, who's in pursuit of an unclaimed $100,000 prize plays an obscure 1980s survival computer game. Hmm, is this Stay Alive too? <laughs> uh, I forgot about that movie. Stay Alive. That was one I liked as a kid. Um, after a series of unexpected, terrifying moments, she soon realizes she's no longer playing for the money, but for her own life. Um, <laughs> Asa Butterfield, Eddie Marsden, and Kate Fleetwood are in this. I would probably, I'm not going to watch this one. I don't do horror movies. <laughs> I don't like horror movies either, but yeah. I like intriguing stories. Yeah. So, like, if, if it, if the sort, like, that sounds intriguing to me. So I'm like, ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll watch it like this. That's how yeah. much- um this uh, the other horror movie listed on here was Mr. Harrington Harrigan's phone. Mr. Harrigan dies. The teen who befriended and did odd jobs for him puts a smartphone in his pocket before a burial. And when the lonely youth leaves his dead friend a message, he is shocked to get a return text. Directed by John Lee Hancock, starring Donald Sutherland, Kirby Howell Baptiste, and Jaden Martel. Ooh, that, that's going to be a nope movie. That's that's definitely a nope movie. I right. bet you uh, go, ghosts terrify me extra. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to move on to the friendly friendly. I know there's one big one that like we're going to talk about on this one. Um, so I'll just name the list and we'll focus in on this one for. Um, and so the, the names are 13, the musical, Boo, Ivy and Bean, Matilda, Rescued by Ruby. The School for Good and Evil, Slumber Man, like Slumberland, not Slumberland, um, Tall Girl 2, and We Have a Ghost. But real quick, another movie that was listed in the comedy I didn't mention, but there's another Medea movie coming out. But you, okay. you know what you're going to get with this. So anyway, so the one I'm pretty sure you really want to talk about is The School for Good and Evil. But let me read you who's in it and directed, and we'll let you take it over from there. So it's directed by Paul Feig, great director, hilarious. Stars Charlize Theron, Kerry Washington, Michelle Yeoh, Ben Kingsley, Lawrence Fishburne, Rachel Bloom, Rob Delaney. And go ahead and take it away. All right. So the School for Good and Evil was a book series first. And my wife's sister got me one of the books for a gift one year. She's like, I saw this and I think you'd like it. And I was like, sure. So it's right here. And I watched, I uh, read it. And it's very, it's all about like fairy tales and like, how fairy tale characters go to these schools of good and evil to become princesses or witches, depending on what kind of person you are. And you, you have this goth girl who's like, obviously 
to at least to her like oh yeah i'm definitely going to the school of evil and then the the pretty blonde little white girl who's like yeah i'm gonna be a beautiful princess and i'm gonna go to the school for good but then they end up going to the opposite school so the goth girls at the school for good and the pretty blonde girl is at the school for evil and the whole time they're like just trying to figure out how to switch schools because they don't think they belong but you know turns out there's more to good or evil than just your looks and it, really compelling story and i got addicted to it so i got the second one and i was like yes it has romance and princes and like villains from the old fairy tales like peter pan or red riding hood were coming to life and attacking people at the school and i'm like oh god now i gotta get the third book the third and final book at least i thought and I loved this series and I was like, Oh, I'm so excited. I saw the movie in the, the trailer in the video. And I was like, yes, I hope they don't ruin this. And side note, really upset, but I read all three books, but then I looked at the back of one of the books and saw there was a fourth one that I totally missed. And I'm just like, Oh, well, the third one ended on such a, you know, solid ending that I'm just going to pretend the fourth book didn't happen. But if anyone who's watching this has read the school for good and evil and they've read the fourth book, let me know if it's worth it. But I'm excited for that. I hope it's good. It sounds like they have great actors for it. I heard Ben Kingsley's name in there and I'm like, I love Ben Kingsley. So let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready for it now. Um, So moving on to animated um, and, anime we have apollo 10 and a half a space age childhood bubble drifting home guillermo del toro's pinocchio my father's dragon the sea beast the seven deadly sins grudge of endenburg part one wendell and wild okay i'm definitely excited for that pinocchio that looked like it was going to be good let me get some info on that one Pinocchio, that's, especially if Guillermo del Toro's doing it, I know it's going to be more dark. He does great work. It looked like it was Claymation in the trailer. It definitely did look like Claymation, and I think uh, it stars Kate Planchett's in it, Finn Wolfhard, Ron Perlman, um, uh, yeah, Ewan McGregor, Tilda Swinton, Christoph Waltz, David Bradley, Tim Burke, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, John Chaturro, and that's about it. Okay. And Gregory Mann's the voice of Pinocchio, but it definitely looked like claymation. It looked like Wes Anderson had made an anime movie. That's what yeah, like. yeah, okay, yeah. I'm 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 definitely down to see that. That that looks like it's going to be a beautiful movie. Probably going to be kind of scary too, because the original, like the the original Pin- Pinocchio story is somewhat terrifying if i recall <laughs> so that's gonna be cool but i'm also interested in uh the sea beast mm-hmm. even though we got a right now brief, brief little glimpse of that in the trailer the animation looked amazing in that and it's oh yeah it's adventure comedy a, it's a legendary sea monster hunter's life is turned upside down when a young girl stows away on a ship and befriends the most dangerous beast of them all and no one's listed in the cast. <laughs> well, no one's in this movie. Yeah. Just, 
no, I, I, that, I think that's going to be good. And especially if a little kid befriends a scary monster, <sighs> prepare yourself for tears. That's how this movie's going to end. Mm-hmm. And then finally, our last section is the romance movies. And the late names of these movies are Alone for the Ride, Don't Blame Karma, Falling for Christmas, Lady Chatterley's Lover, okay, <laughs> Love in the Villa, The Noel Diary, getting a lot of Christmas themes here, um, A Perfect Pairing, Persuasion, Purple Hearts, The Royal Treatment, Through My Window, <laughs> Untitled holiday rom-com. Well, that one I'm definitely excited for. I hope that's the actual name of the movie and not just a placeholder. <laughs> just Untitled holiday rom-com. Yes. Yes, please. Through My Window sounds like a Predator movie. Look that one up. Um, It's... Rock, uh, Raquel's longtime crush on her next door neighbor turns into something more when he starts developing feelings for her despite his family's obligations. It's based on a book. Um, and it's Cara Galli, uh, Julio Pena, and Pilar Castro. Um, I don't know who any of these people are, so it might be one of those international kind of movies, I think. Okay. It's based on a book. And the picture is it's February fourth, so it's already out. Oh wow! Okay, so um, we'll have to watch it and see if it is a predator story. It's just 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 going off the title, yeah. like, mm, through my window. Don't watch do it be watch it be another version of like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's probably what it is. That makes sense. Um, and, then, uh, and then I'm I'm a sucker for romance, so I I'll probably watch all of these at some point mm-hmm. uh, maybe purple hearts I'm, I'm gonna guess that's a military movie some kind because that's what that's that's one of the medals you get right in the military a purple heart yeah you're right on about that about the whole uh soldier it's like an aspiring musician finds true love of a soldier for an unexpected way um sophia carson Nic- Nicholas Gazintin, sorry if I butchered your name, Anthony Ippolito, um, uh, Lyndon Ashby's in this, I know who he is, he pl- he's the iconic guy that played Johnny uh, Johnny Cage in the original uh, Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, I'm definitely going to see this, if he's in it, I loved Mortal Kombat. I don't know anybody else in this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is there any other ones you want me to look up real quick? Let, uh, uh, don't blame Karma. That looked that that that, yeah. that was in the in yeah. the trailers too. I, I was curious about that. It seemed like it was a another rom com. Nothing. <laughs> Surprisingly, nothing. nothing on the... It is a movie about nothing, and that is that's the movie. I, I guess it's just <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. Maybe what could you also look up? Uh, Lady Shattery's Lover. Okay. I have a feeling that's like a Pride and Prejudice type of movie, which I kind of hope so because I love that movie. 
an adaptation of D.H.'s Lawrence's novel about a woman who breaks with the forms and traditions of her time when she falls out of love with her husband and begins a torrid affair with a man who works on their English estate. Emma yes. Corrin, Jack O'Connell, um, and Jolie Richardson. Yes, that movie, that sounds spicy. I'm watching that. Yes. And I hope it's old English, too. Because now, my my wife is, like, literature-wise, she's, mm-hmm. like, the top of the game. And so, when I she showed me Pride and Prejudice, and I had no idea what anyone was saying, because it was in that ye old English. Mm-hmm. But after watching it with her, she's, like, my translator. I can really get into it, so... Yeah. So if that if that this, if this movie has some ye old English too, I got my translator. So mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. It sounds spicy. And that's our slate for 2022 Netflix. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Again, we like we like. There's a lot to this, and so we'll review some of these. We don't know. We we'll have to feel like hopefully some of these are released in 2020. We don't know that. But uh, is there anything else you want to look up real quick, Alex, or? Uh, there is just so much coming out just on Netflix alone this yeah. year. So I think we have a decent amount of material for 2022. Oh yeah, I agree. So, um, so yeah, thanks everybody for joining us tonight, like or tonight for the show. And thank you again for Alex for joining us. Where can everybody find you at? Uh, you guys can also find me here at movie lovers unite, but you can also find me on my YouTube channel, A-Town Reviews, or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at A-Town-Alex3. Hit me up. Let's chat about movies. And I am had another great time being here with you, Charlie. Yeah, it was great. This was fun going over these movies. And, uh, like, we're hoping, like, I definitely want to keep doing these. This this was a fun, like, one specific thing where we just go over a list of movies. Like, yeah. So um, I believe this is the list of your channel. <laughs> I just put that in the chat for people to find us. So I appreciate you. Um, so again, um, so like, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe button, and comment button. Also, there's a there you might, there's a click the notification bell at the bottom right corner. So click the bell so you can get notified of when else like what other shows we got going on here at Movie Lovers Unite. Um, if you feel like if like I know times are tough with the pandemic and everything, but if you if you want to, you don't have to. Um, donate to the page at www.gofundme.com slash forward slash movie lovers unite podcast slash donate give a five ten dollars or whatever you can to help keep the lights going on here at movie lovers unite um we are we also teamed up with two blurred girls podcast blurred, blurred girls podcast for a fundraiser to saint jude's um um like don't have the like don't have the link but we're doing a fundraiser so like anything you can donate to the two blur like Donate to St. Jude's Hospital. It's a great foundation. Um, they're saving kids. That's always a great foundation. That's always a great thing. So if you can, but we're just letting you know we have a fundraiser going on. Um, if you want to donate, which I already said, um, and then you can follow us on Facebook at Movie Lovers like, Unite on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at like with the at symbol Movie Lovers Unit. Apparently, Twitter doesn't like the E. They just like the word unit. Go figure. Um, Sounds good. We also have a Patreon, so feel free by clicking like by going to our patreon.com slash join slash movie lovers unite. If you feel like joining our Patreon, we're in the process of maybe fixing it up a little bit. Um, but if you if you still wanted that, the page is still running. Um, and I believe that's everywhere you can find us at. Thank you again, Alex, for joining us tonight. This was this was fun. 
I definitely want to keep doing this again. And uh, yes, let's do it again. I'm always again, down to talk. Make movies. sure definitely hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and please comment below. We loved it. We want to know what are you what are you guys looking forward to out of this slate for Netflix. So, um, so, so have a good night, everybody, and we'll see you guys next time.